When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Oh, sorry about that. I'm 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 uh, calming Stephanie's fears about the song she has to sing with us at the end of the day. Oh yeah, this is an easy one. This oh, is a I don't know. She doesn't know AJR. She oh. wasn't at the Basilica for that okay. performance of AJR. She's not in the know with the song, although you'll recognize it. You will. And Stephanie, oh, bang, 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 bang! Is it that one? I get up, no, I get down. Yes, okay, yes, yes, I do know okay, that song. Know we'll that have song. fun with it. That's an amazing song. It yes. is an amazing song, and we've got a really fun story to tell how it was made. Yes. Okay. Yeah. On, so. Yeah. All yeah. Right. That's something to look forward to. Okay. Yeah. You were downtown last night. Woo. Grant posted the photo. KSTP did a great story on the Prince mural. Is you know front page of the Minnesota section. That is a beautiful mural. It's fantastic. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. So beautifully lit. So fun. So just like captures his essence, I think. Yes. And way better. And no disparaging of Mary Tyler Moore, but way better than a bronze statue on Nicollet Mall. Yeah. I mean, just fantastic. Oh, it is so, it looks like it's lit. And I'm just looking at something that was just, you know, in the daytime. Yeah. I tweeted out, I think it was some coverage from WCCO. You can see the crowd. They got their lighters up and they do the unveiling. It's just, you know. Did they pull down? Is that how they do it? They pull down a big thing? No, they didn't. Okay. Okay. It's okay though. Yeah. The what I will say is, you know, Minneapolis has obviously been through a lot mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and it felt good to be celebrating something. And you know, we still have some problems and things yeah. we got to work through. There right. were, I guess, seven uh, shootings last oh night. Oh my gosh, there's it's just terrible. Yeah. So <sighs> there's a lot of good that's happening. Yeah. Look for the good. People mm-hmm. keep coming out because it's that's how we're going to get our city back yeah. and take control. Yeah. So, yeah, I thanked Grant for posting that because, you know, all, everybody's covering it, obviously. And John Bream, you know, did a story on it today. And then right under that story was uh, Jennifer Brooks did a story about Shaletta, our friend Shaletta Brundage. Yes. You know, her how son, about that story? Her son, Brandon, being at an RV camp earlier, like last fall, and he's autistic, and he saw all these Let's Go Brandon signs, and he didn't know what the the stupid political meaning behind that, right. that it's F.U. Biden is what it stands for, all from some NASCAR. Anyway, you know, he... It gave him all this confidence. He thought everybody what, was, like, cheering for Him. him. That they were like encouraging mm-hmm. him, and what a like crazy coincidence, but a beautiful story of yeah. how to take truly lemons and like make it into lemonade. And the kid was 
he jumped in the water by himself. Like he did all he these did things. all these things because he had courage. Let's go, Brandon. Yes. And everywhere he looked, there were signs. Let's go. And, and he thought they were all to him. support him. It's so. I mean, I have a friend who has a son with his, and the son's name is Brandon, and they. I had to explain that to him too, as well. Yeah, as to why this was all over the place. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the more let's go Brandon signs you put in the yard, maybe the more kids you're encouraging. Uh, and here's uh, the by crazy the name of Brandon. Here's the crazy thing their, about it: reach their dreams. You know, let's just say you're that person that feels like you need to put a um, let's go Brandon sign in your yard. <sighs> yes. You're making your statement about your feelings about your politician. In, we'll call it like a negative way, I guess. Mm -hmm. But think how powerful words are. Yeah. So while you're spending your time over there on your negativity, you know, not saying you need to like the guy, but you also don't need to go out of your way to be a creep about it. Right. So while you're spending your time on the negative things, Mm -hmm. if those things were in the positive, look how many people, and this is a direct implication of someone that was impacted with positive words. Yeah. So, Keeping your negative words or keeping your just negative energy to yourself or trying to handle it on your own is really appreciated. And you know what? Who better than Shaletta, one of her kids, because she's an action-oriented person. Like right now, she is in her camper. She is. On her way to Uvalde, Texas. To give away a thousand books books. to those kids. Yeah. Yeah, and that story just keeps getting crazier and crazier the police chief or the guy that was on didn't even have his radio with them right right no it's just it's crazy but yeah i I, that is just i was just like oh look at that words matter it does and i like that positive spin and i was so i was like thanks jennifer thanks john bream it was good good reading in my chair this morning with the newspaper yes old school stephanie i want to have my newspaper we get a newspaper yes we subscribe casey has he now he won't read a newspaper he has to have it online he loves his ipad so much oh no my husband's the exact reverse he likes the paper yeah and when he's out of town i stall it for a couple days yeah because i will read it online but i like the paper too but when he's gone i'll pause it and then i fire it up you know too i think why i like it is i also clip things for this show you've always been a paper person remember donnie would print (laughs) half a ream of paper for you and julia to have stories to talk (laughs) about it still goes on a little bit a little bit it does it does there's something about a smell too you know the paper i've got mine right in front of me but the smell that the the paper has it's something i've always been a paper person myself i will say I can't remember what was happening, but Stephanie and I were doing the Weekly Dish show, and the internet went out. And we had, like, our whole show was on our computers, because we share a Google Doc and have all our links and everything. And we just ended up having to, like, talk for an hour and a half. Yeah. Because we had no reference material. Mm -hmm. It was challenging. So your paper backup will probably be helpful someday. Yeah. I mean, you know, it kind of can be. It also is great for laying down in your garden to prevent weeds. Yes. That works really well. <laughs> yeah, cardboard, too. I uh, Ross here told me he used cardboard as a layer to prevent when he put his mulch down to help the weeds from coming up. I thought you had to use, like, a tarp or something. No. You know, but you can you use can cardboard. You can use paper, paper, and it breaks cardboard. down, and it eventually becomes yeah. compost in your soil. It's That's a great, great yeah. way to do it. I use it in my garden. Really? Cool. I throw down the newspaper around the plants. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it keeps the weeds. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're dark. They can't get sun. Yep. 
and they can get wet and, uh, you know, they still get water and it's paper. It works. It's great. You are truly a food <laughs> goddess and, and planet Earth. I mean, you know, because I watched you this morning, by the way, on Jason. Oh, yes. thanks. I watched nice your drive butter segment and then the ice cream thing and yeah we had to eat that dijon mustard pretzel flavored ice cream that's an exclusive at walmart yeah i you know no one seemed heartily to you know run out and buy this i yeah (laughs) i i i'm not a big walmart shopper i'll admit yeah i really prefer target over walmart because it's a hometown company selling dijon mustard to their customers seems like an odd Marriage. Sometimes those gimmicky foods, though, they, become they bestsellers. Sell out. Okay, yep. doesn't matter. People yeah. will go there just to buy it. Oh, did what did we hear there, Grant? Was oh, it pomp that, and circumstance? No, that was a little Rob base getting ready for later. But I've oh. got something else to end this segment with, so we'll have to go with that one here in a second. Once okay, we get this thing out. Here's All a little right. Prince song for us. Okay, let's like, do oh, it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, I can remember standing outside First Avenue the night he died. Oh, just like tears. Yeah. Just couldn't believe it with my friend trying to get into First Avenue. Right. A man behind me almost starting my hair on fire with a cigarette. Oh, God. <laughs> Lizzo coming through the crowd late and like people just parting the Red Sea so she could get to the stage, literally walking through 12,000 people. Wow. That's it was cool. such a crazy, fun, sad, emotional night. Yeah. I'm glad that it. you were there. Oh. And I, I, I can't believe I didn't go. It was amazing. And you forget that I was at the last show at Paisley Park oh, before Prince right. died, that's too. That's right. First and only time I ever went to Paisley Park. And oh, that's kind of easy. a story, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, my Prince story is I got to see him at the greatest Super Bowl performance of all time. Oh, was, were you there? I was in Miami. Oh. Oh. He's the only person I know. Yeah, known best Super Bowl halftime yeah. ever. ever. That's my Prince claim to fame. So. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. Yeah, yeah, you're winning. <laughs> you know, I think. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Unless, listen. You know, Although I did ask him to dance. Was in a relationship with yeah. him. I mean, that'd be a real winner. Oh, that would be. That's you did winner. ask him to dance, but I he did. declined politely, or his, his person did. No, he declined. Did he? I he, thought it was he maybe. He just his shook his head. Okay. And then, you know, I, you know, just grabbed my friend's hand and I said, let's just dance right here so he can see us. <laughs> see, you make, lem- that, that's a perfect example of taking lemons and making lemonade yes. right there. We just danced right in front of him. And he watched us, I think. I'm sure he did. Yeah. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Fun reason we're playing that song is I don't know how it escaped me, but I'm reading the paper this morning and I see I love the 90s tour at CHS Field tonight from 630 to 11 with, you know, Rob Bass, who's singing that song, Young MC, Vanilla Ice, Color Me Bad. It's going to be good. Um, Tone Loke. Tone. Tone Loke. I mean, I just was kind of going, I, it'd be such a fun night. It sounds like such a, and tickets start at like twenty nine fifty. That's a That's a great deal. I'm going to dinner at Hyacinth. Oh, you're right Which there. is on Grand Avenue, and we're kind of going early. Oh. So like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that I could pop down. Yeah, you could. And you know, I mean, that would just I'd be just fun. go by myself and just dance on yeah. the dance floor. Anyway, so people, uh, if you didn't know it, I Love the 90s is happening at CHS Field. And I love that on their site it said 630 to 11. Because it might be 11 because, you know, there's residents sure, sure, all sure. over the place there. But 
whatever. Uh, we've been playing 90s music in the double white all afternoon. I love it. Um, okay, so of course our story we can't get enough of continues to be... The Jubilee! The Jubilee! <laughs> the Jubilee! Jubilee! Oh, what my is gosh. the update on the Jubilee? The Jubilee. Well, let's see. We did another, uh, granted another posting of, you know, Queen Elizabeth. Um, it's, it's, why well, the first picture is Queen Elizabeth looking at a painting of herself in her full Queen wow. regalia. That's yeah. kind of a cool thing. She's looking at a painting of Absolutely. herself. But it's yeah. just. Different uh, times. There's, you know, uh, the last picture of her of, of Queen Elizabeth and Philip. And- yeah, it's, it's 76 different photos of over the years. And they also just re-updated it as of today with some stuff from the Jubilee. Uh, the Jubilee! The Jubilee! The Jubilee! And so, yeah, just, it's, uh, you know, the Queen is so adorable. There's so many great she pictures. Really look at. 76 photos. It's a quick little scroll through. You'll be, you'll like it. It is. Okay. And it also, you know, if you're a fan of um, The Crown, you know, remember Claire Foy, played her she could have really played her three seasons but the young queen elizabeth in her um you know 20 she was so pretty she had such a but she's not really changed to her you know uh look or anything you know she did she wore a beautiful wedding dress and or whatever but she's always kept it more simple and classic yes with her dressing and, and it, never went for fascinators. Yeah, there's protocol. Yeah, there's... Uh, so anyway, it's kind of... Uh, I just I loved it. Um, the the St. Paul Cathedral, you know, ABC broke into TJ and um, Amy Robach. And the bells, I don't know if they rang for 70 minutes. They rang for a very long time. And there was a guy who's the official bell ringer. Yeah. And he had two... Um, jugs of Gatorade to right. get him through Dude. the ringing because it's yeah. a very physical process. Yeah, I think it was, they were 70 minutes, one minute for every year of her reign, and they were screaming at the top of their lungs. Yeah, because the they whole were like, time. The whole time because those bells were so um, long. Uh, Harry and Megan looked absolutely, they were holding hands. Now, did you think it was too. a weird coincidence that Megan and um, Kate had kind of the same hairstyle? Well, I mean, Duchess Kate copies Megan quite often. Okay. We know this. Yeah, she looks to her for style. I, I was so relieved. They both looked extremely stylish. Very. And, and obviously coat dresses are the way to go. I was just happy to see that Beatrice wore all the buttons and not... Kate, because Kate, I feel, wears too many buttons for my taste. Okay. She's very fond of the buttons. But yeah, I loved, she wore Amelia Wickstead and um, Megan, I don't know what, but I love a cream suit or, you know, she Because you look good in it because your hair. It's just such a pretty, and then the yeah. gloves, everybody had gloves on and it was a belted cream cream coat and she, and he had medals on and, you know, all of that was so orchestrated. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When they walk in and all of that, but it's heavily stage managed by the palace. Oh, yes. And Harry and William were on opposite sides of the aisle. Yep. Did you notice that? I did. But he was laughing and joking with Eugenie and Beatrice and yep, their husbands close. and the Tyndalls. And so um, I don't know why William was so scowly. Well, and Kate didn't really look what like she was here? having a great time either. Well, uh, the story is these two are about as happy as Charles and Diana. Oh, oh no. And they have those That's three it. kids. And, you know, they just might uh, be in that just... I don't know. There, that's a lot, you know, when that's you've got lot. three little kids. Yeah, yeah. Though so, I don't know. Do they, do they have jobs? Do they? I mean, they have well, to do royal duties. Well, they are working royals, but Kate's the laziest working royal of the bunch. Okay, <laughs> she has three kids. I, I am just saying, she does the least amount of any royal. They keep track of that. You know, Queen Elizabeth for the longest. I think yes. up until two years ago, she had like 900 engagements a year or something. Yes. And she had three kids and too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Kate, you know, she's less than 100. She's uh, like <sighs> when I say she's a lazy working Lori. girl. It's true. All right. <laughs> anyway, but Harry and Meghan, they just, what a beautiful couple. They did look good. And I guess they, Lilibet met, met her. She met the Queen? She yeah. met Queen Elizabeth okay. yesterday. I'd like to see pictures of that, but we I won't. don't suppose we will. We won't. No, unfortunately. And um, she's, she's yeah, you just know she's not feeling well for her to pull out of a horse racing opportunity. She loves her horses. You know, sometimes people, this is a horrible prediction, but you know, sometimes people like a big event is coming and you like get yourself all ready for it and then... Like it happens and then. No, no. She really physically doesn't feel well. Exactly. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying is she's made it to the big event. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, and she's I'm got just the concert. Let it lay there. All right. All right. And hope that nothing joins it laying there. Well, she did make three appearances yesterday. Yes. So, you know, um, anyway. She's we, amazing. She is kind of amazing. She is. And the British tabloids are trying to find everything bad they can say about Harry and Meghan. And there's not a lot to say right no, now. There really isn't. I don't know why they don't focus on something else. <laughs> Kate's scowly face and her <laughs> they don't even her have lazy to do royalness. All right. <laughs> All right. Listen, we come back. Well, we're going to hear from this person in person. Oh, okay. I like it. Juicy. This is on my nightclub days. Yeah. Well, Talk I love the 90s. The happening right downtown St. Paul for you tonight, people. Wearing my Reebok high tops, mm-hmm. yeah. my pink poodle skirt, and my black leotard. Oh, because what was the name of the Heartbreakers? Heartthrob. 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 You know, I went there a couple times, but I lived in Minneapolis. I lived over by Cedar Lake. Uh-huh. And my friend and I, we didn't like how far away it was. Sure. And we could, um, you know, drunkenly ride our bikes home from Bunnies and the classic car company and <laughs> yes. O'Toole's and oh, Williams Pub company. and Cattle Company. Cattle, cattle yeah. Company. Yeah. So we. Eddie Webster's. It was That's just, really going back. Yeah. It was just a little too far away. Sure. Because it felt like 
after a fun night, but we loved it. We felt like we were, well, is this like Las, Las Vegas? It was really something when it opened. Yeah, it was. Because and St. Paul, they had the they, Oz, but that was it. That was it. It was just cool. It yeah. had, it, you felt like you were in Vegas or New York or LA. It had a big city feel to it. Yeah. And we did the free buffet. Yeah. Two for one drinks. But after like two nights, two different nights there, we were just like, we were too poor for taxis. <laughs> And um, <laughs> so we had to drunk ride our bikes. Yeah, so it was so much easier. Yeah, I to, get it to do the bike thing because it did. You know, we knew someone would buy us drinks when we got somewhere. That wasn't a problem, <laughs> right? You know, but it was like that taxi ride home was sure. gonna be like twenty bucks even back then or whatever it was. I think my big like feeling like that of like going out and feeling mm-hmm. like you kind of had all that in a bag of chips. Mm-hmm was two places. One was the Loon. Mm. Oh, that was like, so, yeah. You would just, it was always packed with people and they're always hot guys yes. and you could just practice your pickup lines. And then the other place was St. Anthony Mean because oh, yes. you could go down there in the summertime. And there were so many places. And it was just packed full of people on every patio, yep. young people. You could wear half, you know, your little cute halter top mm-hmm. and... Oh boy! I know I got in some trouble down and there. There was like a club. There was a dancing play, a dance thing at St. Anthony for a little while. St. Anthony, Maine. What was I it? I can't called, remember what um, it was called though. On the Garcia's, other, Garcia's maybe the Mexican place, maybe. Yeah, kind of up at the top. Yes, at the top. Yeah, and we used to go down below and yeah. yeah. Oh, fun! Still fun down there, by the way. All those bars are open again. And yeah, seasonally and yeah. I think people are out, out, out. going out it's i mean all the time you were out at your sushi restaurant last night yeah and it was packed in there and boy um like the north loop is two people it is the 25 to 35 year olds that have a lot of disposable income Mm -hmm. and the over 55s and no one else in between really yeah it was just kind of funny like a lot of very small clothes on mm-hmm. very young people mm-hmm. looking very hot. Yeah, good. And then like older people. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, people are going to be horny down at this I Love the 90s uh, show tonight because a lot of the people that are going to be there, eh, they've been divorced once or they've had a big breakup and now they're single. <laughs> yeah. Ready I was with mingle. my horny single friend yesterday yeah. and it's a thing. It's a thing. And so <laughs> this like, show okay. tonight, this <laughs> Thank thing, you. I think this show tonight would be like a good place to go with, you know, a a wing woman, wing man situation, because I think there's going to be a lot of prowling and growling. There are. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I got married young. I well, I met Kurt and started living with him when I was 20. Oh, my gosh. And we've been married like 28 years and lived together for a ton. So I'm not a big like sexy time. I don't have a lot of experience in that department. However. Mm-hmm. My friends that are older ladies, so of the 45 to 55 yeah. year old set that have gotten divorced yeah. and are back at it. Mm-hmm. They're feeling holy it. Holy yeah. cow, are they just, I mean, it is a sexually making, liberating time for making them. Making up for lost time because maybe. The stories yeah. and the swiping mm-hmm. rights mm-hmm. and I mean. This is a lot of pressure. I'm kind of glad I'm missing, missing out on that. <laughs> feels very stressful. Well, something that is, I didn't think it was going to stress me out this much, but after seeing it covered on Good Morning America, the Today Show, Jason's show, Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood, and that I just thought, I have, I, we've got to talk about this. And this is Sarah Jessica Parker sitting down 
with the Hollywood Reporter about their the Chatter podcast is what it it was called, and talking about um, how for the first time Sarah Jessica Parker is letting her feelings be known. And I'm like, this is not the first time that she's talked about it. She has talked about it ad nauseum because Sarah Jessica Parker. And I adore her. Like I said to you yesterday, she was so kind to us on the set of our episode of Sex in the City. I she, think that's what everybody that knows her. Yeah. Like, so she's had her first experience yeah. with someone not liking her. Yes. And now she sounds like a stalker. Well, and because as someone who wants to be liked all the time, I'm speaking of myself. Okay. When you're not liked, you can't figure like okay. you can't figure out why. Well, here we're gonna play. Entertainment Tonight put together, like, Kim Kim Cattrall has talked about it once on Pierce Morgan's show, and she also talked about it on the red carpet when asked, but she, you know, her answers were her answers. But Sarah Jessica Parker is the first one who referred to their fight as a cat fight, and she keeps talking about it, and she's trying to say on this podcast that there's only been one person talking about it. So we'll just listen to the Entertainment Tonight because you'll be able to hear Kim Cattrall and a little bit of both. With Sarah Jessica Parker's new bombshell interview. Yeah, well, that's they right, got that Lauren. Already. SJP opening up for the very first time Not about her Sex in the City split from Kim Cattrall. We've never been friends. We've been colleagues. That's not the way I recall our experience. I think she could have been nicer. It's very hard to talk about the situation. Um, with Kim, there just isn't anyone else who's ever talked about me this way, so it's very painful. Right well, it looks like this feud isn't going away. SJP talking to the Hollywood Reporter's Awards Chatter podcast and giving the reason she believes a third Sex in the City film was never made, Kim's demands. There were things that she requested that they were not able to to do. They didn't feel comfortable meeting where she wanted to meet, and so we didn't do the movie. I never asked for any money. I never asked for any projects. The answer was always no, and a respectful, firm no. It wasn't that she said no to the movie, it's that the studio said no to the movie. The character of Samantha, I love her so much, but she lives in a time and a place, and I honor that. Sarah Jessica maintains they didn't ask him to be a part of, and just like that, because it no longer felt comfortable for us. That's not slamming her, it's just learning. It's so painful for people to keep talking about this cat fight, a fight, a fight, a fight. There is not a fight going on. There's been one person takes, talking. Takes two to tango, yeah. Oh my, that was painful to listen to. But that guy saying it takes two to tango? Yeah. That's well, that the was, truth. <laughs> okay, but the Kim Cattrall... Here's a little bit of backstory. When when Sarah Jessica Parker says it's so painful for whatever, however, however she said that you it's know, so when painful someone, for someone to talk this way about her. Yes, she can't handle it. And it's like not everyone likes everybody. I know, but Lori, here's the how much is she driving Ferris Bueller crazy talking about this? Because this is at least <laughs> the twentieth. You brought her right. her husband, right? But I mean, this is at least the twentieth time that she's talked about it. Oh. She keeps bringing it up, and the fact of the matter is, Kim Cattrall's like said, you know, I did not ask for a deal from Warner Brothers for to be in the third movie. Well, a couple things. Yeah, 
First of all, she probably did ask for what she wanted. Why wouldn't she? That's what you do. It's called a negotiation. It's called Hollywood. Yeah, but she said that she never, she had to respond to Sarah Jessica saying that another time when she talked about it, that, uh, you know, she wanted a production deal. Here's, I think, where the bad blood comes really between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. When Sarah Jessica Parker started executive producing Sex in the City, maybe year three, um, she got to continue to do her sex scenes in her black lacy bra, and Samantha kept getting naked. And she was making more money, and she never let the show, the show didn't get to the point for the high residual. They had to, they could have done one more season, and I guess it was SJP who like maybe pulled the plug on that. So I think it's a I think it comes back to money way back on the TV series like Sarah Jessica or Kim Cattrall. I mean, the most fun character is Samantha. Let's yeah, you know she's the for sure. She's the she's the one the no BS and all of that, and she was fearless in what she did on that show sexually. Fearless. And Sarah Jessica Parker always had a bra on. You know, here's the thing, though, that I think is hard for you to understand. You are a person that literally does not care if people like you. That's very unusual. Okay. Well, it's very unusual. It shouldn't be unusual. It should be the norm because it's none of your business what somebody thinks about you. Well, that is the truth. But it's the truth. But I mean, it is. It is such a waste of time. I mean, this is the but 20th. But it's like you can't help it. But Sarah Jessica Parker, get with the program, girl. Make your end just like that fun. That's something that you can do. Stop. They know the show stinks without Samantha. That's really also what it's about. <laughs> well, it does kind of stink without Samantha. It stinks Samantha. without Samantha. And they... I do not want a Cynthia Nixon. No. Any more of her being mean to Steve. I yeah. don't want her crappy kids making out. It's just horrible. And then Charlotte and just you know, got to be a total drip. In Sex and the City 3, the movie, it was going to be where Brady sends Samantha. Yeah, the sex sexting her. And that oh. is not appropriate. Creepy. Yeah. And no one wants to like, do that. She was just like, why am I getting? Because if you remember in the first two movies... Kim Cattrall had horrible storylines. I the movies were always so bad, bad for me yeah, I that I just yeah. the first one I walked out on. Yeah, I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Ever, I know it. So anyway, I just think Sarah Jessica Parker. She is has being, sour grapes. She does, and it it's starting to look weird. It's very unbecoming. Thank you. It receiving revising the truth doesn't make you look better, Sarah Jessica Parker. It just makes you look and more the, desperate. And that she keeps talking about it is yes. kind of like, okay, put this to bed already. Yeah, yeah. The cat fights when you're over fifty aren't fun. No, and she keeps bringing it up. I would have just said, hey, to this podcast, it has been done. But they're trying to get Warner Brothers to green light and just like that. And I don't know that a show had more negative attention on it. Social media wise, then and just like that, it just wasn't that great. It wasn't good. Yeah, at all. I don't think we need it back. Yeah. Uh, all I, right. I got feels. We got feels. Listen, we come back. Stephanie, you are in charge. It's patio. Oh, talk. new patios. New just patios. patios. All right, we'll be right back. Okay. Little ZZ Top party on the patio for your patio talk, Stephanie. Okay, you guys. Now we may get a few showers over the weekend, but generally. This is a top 10 weather day right now. Yeah. Right now, like the apex. This mm-hmm. is patio weather. Yes. 
So I told Lori I would come and just get you up to speed on some of my favorite patios. And there are quite a few new patios that since the pandemic you may want to check out. One is right down the street here, O'Shaughnessy Distilling. And it is next to the Big Surly Complex right on Malcolm by Malcolm Yards, Yards, which also has... A fire pit, Adirondack chairs, they have patio seating outside. Mm -hmm. But O'Shaughnessy Distilling is a whiskey distillery, and the guy that brewed Jameson, Brian Nation, is making American whiskey there that's fantastic. Also, the entire building, everywhere you look, is a patio. Really? Like, they have a huge patio. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Up front, they have slushy whiskey drinks that are coming out of an Airstream with like a spigot. They oh, have fun. really beautiful patio furniture all the way around the building. It is just such a great place to hang out if you just want to hang out, have a drink. They do have little small plates of food, mm-hmm. but definitely somewhere that you want to check out. Okay. So fun to go there. Uh, Kurt, And it's both, I would say, like men and women friendly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like both people like it equally. And is it is Melka, is that right before mm-hmm. or after you the stadium, TCF Stadium? Or it's, where is it in? It's before. Before. It's okay. on Malcolm Street. Malcolm. You take right. University of Malcolm and go right. Okay. And it's Surly, Malcolm Yards, and O'Shaughnessy all down that one street. Yeah. So even if you parked and wandered around, well, you'd find had places. an appetizer yeah. at, or a beer at Surly, then have a drink at O'Shaughnessy, then finish up with cocktails and a finish a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, Baby Zito is in Malcolm Yards and they have really great ice cream. Okay. Okay. So now uh, the Bungalow Club. This is the. Old Craftsman on Lake Street. It is a very sweet little patio in the back there that you mm-hmm. don't even know is necessarily back there. It's got a pergola. They make the best homemade pasta back they there. Do. And it's just this cute little oasis in the mm-hmm. middle of the city that you don't really realize is there. And they serve Badino. Oh, yes. And they have the a butterscotch, butterscotch Badino, which is, which is pudding. A pudding, yeah. It is so it is amazing. Good. Oh, mm. you and your Badinos. I forgot about that. Oh, I am a pudding girl. I think maybe because when my mom made it, I thought it was we were having something fancy. Yeah. I don't know. Moose, you know. Moose, yeah. All right. Have you been to Moochie's on Randolph in St. Paul? No, but I drive by it all the time. Okay, so (laughs) this has been a great spot. They do pastas. They've got a special kind of crust that they do for their pizzas. But they have built next door to them a huge patio that has like a pergola. It's all built out. It's got pretty plants, lighting. It's new for the season. It is Mucci's Italian, Mm -hmm. and they have a beautiful patio there. And where's Mucci's again? On Randolph. On Randolph. In St. Paul. Yeah. Okay, Yum Kitchen. I'm yes. kind of going east to west. Okay. Yum Kitchen um, on Snelling and Selby. Have you been there where they have like the indoor outdoor part? No. So they have like uh, indoor outdoor. It's on the sidewalk, but they've got uh, it's covered. And so like there's a screen too. So if mm-hmm. it's buggy yeah. or if it's not great weather, but you still want to sit outside and get yeah, the fresh air. Nice. Yum Kitchen is a great place to go at Selby and Snelling. Okay, I'm trying to give you all the ones that are like kind of a little newer. Okay. Um, 
this has been open for about two years. They're just celebrating their second year anniversary. It's West. Mm-hmm. It's Wyzetta. It's called the Grocer's Table. And I love to have a ladies' lunch at this place. Oh, you do? It's like a little market, so you can shop inside there. And they've got cookbooks and fun little kitchen things. And then it's a cafe and wine bar. And it's in the heart of downtown Wyzetta. It's across the street from the lake. It's just a great little spot. I think they have great service, and yeah. they always have fun little drinks. Yeah. So that's the grocer's table, and that's West. I like how you're thinking. Okay, North Shoreview. Mm-hmm. Churchill Street. Have you been there? No. Okay, this is also new since the pandemic. It's um, a big, like, barn-looking building, but it's open. And they have, like, big planters and big patio seating and it's fast casual, but it's good fast casual, like cafe latte quality type okay. food with salmon and salads. How and they've happy got breakfast. were they in Shoreview that that opened it, up there? They're ecstatic because there wasn't a lot up there. No, and this there place wasn't. is amazing. It is. Okay. Okay. So it's Churchill Street. Churchill it is a totally Street. not miss. Okay. All right. South. If you haven't been yet, you should check out Kaluna. This is Anne Ahmed's new uh, Asian Laotian kind of inspired Southern Southeast Asian restaurant. Sounds delicious. Her patio is just probably one of the most beautiful patios in the Twin Cities right really? now. It is so elegant. What's they also called? uh Kaluna. Kaluna. It's hard to get a reservation, but they have this thing there where you can rent half of the patio or the full patio for like your own private gathering. So they have a patio restaurant, but then there's this patio lounge that's a little separate and a little off the side. So if you wanted to have like a baby shower or you wanted to have a happy hour or a retirement party for somebody that's an intimate gathering, Kaluna would be the place to go. And you can rent that right online. Wow. Okay. Do you know that Smack Shack is in Bloomington? No, I no, didn't. No, they opened another one. They did. Cool. And it's in the old Fuddruckers space that's oh, yeah. right in Edina at Finally, like they put France Avenue. In there. Yeah, as you head up towards Southdale there if you're heading yes. north. Yeah. And if you remember, that building has a large wraparound patio. Yes, Huge it does. patio, yeah. So that patio is open and Smack Shack's doing the delicious lobster rolls. Wow. They've got a little bit different menu in the Bloomington location that okay. I like equally as well. There's some new things there. Do they have the uh the the wheel at the Bloomington one like they do? They do not have okay. a wheel. Okay. All right. And he's talking about the gambling wheel. Yes. Oh god, I got it. Uh, you can they, find that at the one in Minneapolis. Yeah. That's right. But yeah. they have like a huge bar that has all the TVs. It's kind of a sports bar in yeah. the middle. And then, you know, the lobster roll and the um old bases and fries and all the things yeah. that you love there. Awesome. Uh so that's a good one. Um in Apple Valley there's a place that has opened since the pandemic. It's called the Mescalito Butcher. Ooh. And it is a lovely spot. They've got a hundred seat outdoor patio. So oh, it's pretty large. And this is where you're going to go for the Berea tacos. And then they've also got all kinds of mezcal drinks. Mm. Now, if you like kind of that smoky tequila flavor, mm-hmm. that's what mezcal is. And they're going to have a whole range of drinks for you. Ooh. And then all along the lines of the Mexican, Pajarito has opened in Edina in Nolan, Maines. And that opened during the pandemic, too. The whole Nolan, Maines is like a shopping area. And in the center of it, you have Lynn Holly Dina, you have Mr. Paul's, you have Pajarito. And there's all outdoor patio seating in so that corner. 
courtyard. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. and it's real sweet back there. Okay. So check that out. Well, Those you, are just some you, of the new patios. You're taking hey. us all over the Twin Cities. We yes. just got a call from yeah. a listener who attended the Smack Shack in Bloomington, and they do have the wheel there. It's in the back far corner. Okay. So we can hit up right. some gambling if you're out in Bloomington. Right. Grant's going to go now. Yeah, well, the wheel is fun. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for calling in. All yeah. right. Stephanie, thank you so much. You bet. All right. We'll be right back.